All right, man. The one and only Arizona Slim. It's uh, going down. What's going on, brothers? Yo, thanks for coming in, man. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. No, of course, man. It's like Appreciate um, it. good. You sure? Yeah. We're recording. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that in there. Fuck it. Cool. Um, raw. Keep it. Keep, yeah. keep it raw and real, man. We have to, bro. Indeed. We have to, cause it's it's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've been in Atlanta what 18 years now. Oh, okay. From Brooklyn. So I'm gotcha, like, from Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. I got some family out there. Do you? Yeah. Where yeah. originally from? I'm originally from Page, Arizona, tiny ass town. In, Page, um, Arizona. It's on the Utah Arizona border. That's strictly desert out there. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 literally like on Indian reservations. So. Really? Yeah, yeah. How was that? It was it was interesting. It was because I was the only black kid, so I was kind of a commodity. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I I didn't really. You had the attention. Yeah, I had certain. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning it was bad, but I flipped right. it. I learned how to flip it eventually into. That's you gold know, right there, definitely. Positive attention, you know, to where. Oh well, not all of it positive, but I'm gonna say, you know, I, I learned how to flip that attention into. Attention that was positive for me, I guess you could say. You know? Right, right. So you were there the from from birth, or did you move there as a um, child? Or? I was I was actually born in Phoenix, um, but um, I was adopted at birth. And, oh wow! Um, so, but my the, the people who I call parents, who are my parents, you know, they yeah. they um, moved to Page when I was born. My dad, he's a um, engineer, electronic okay. engineer. So. Yeah. So same race family, black family. Yeah, yeah, yeah black Cause, family. Uh-huh. Yeah, that happens. Because uh, white people pick up little black kids like, like yeah, like yeah, candy. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a new thing, isn't it? It, you know it, what yeah, mean? it like, really is. Yeah, like, yeah. I want a little black child. Yeah. yeah. But um, but nah, my um, shout out to my 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 birth parents too. I've um, um, I've actually met my father, and then I have um, two brothers and a sister. That's shout, dope. Shout out to them. Um, but um, uh, going through that um. Finding out, uh, I found out early. You know, as soon as as soon as my parents, I, I guess I was old enough for them to, to grasp the concept. They went ahead and told me, I guess, because I guess they didn't want me resenting sure. anything, you know, in the future. So, um, and if something happens and you get sick or something, and right, you need a right, kidney, right. like no one matches you, exactly, like mm, how come right. dad and mom don't match? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Something crazy like that happens down the line, but um, but yeah, I uh, as 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 early as I could grasp the concept, I knew so. But um, how did that make you feel? Um, did you feel lost I, I, alone? And, and, and that kind of circles around to where I was going with it is because um, my my actual biological parents they specified certain things. Okay. Like and so you know I I've always loved and respected the, them for that because you you know you yeah. drop me off at the fucking the police station. Or something, exactly. You know I mean? yeah. like, so and you know they find kids in dumpsters every day. And then, right. You know it's it's, it's shit's crazy. Yeah, so, it really is. You yeah. know um, they 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 literally specified that they wanted me to be in an African American family. Um, okay. With a with a father and mother both college educated. Um, oh, so they you know, gave, they gave some instructions. They, yeah, they yeah. were like, and, and I was in a um, I was in a private uh, adoption agency. I wasn't actually in oh. like a public, okay. you know, the the state adoption agency. I Got was in you. a private adoption agency. So, you know, they they really they wanted to make sure you were good. I mean, they they exactly, couldn't take care yeah. of you like that. Right, right, right. They would, right. You had the most opportunity possible. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I love them for that. You know, um, so yeah, you, it's you know, I was I was definitely afforded some some more blessings than you know a lot of. A lot of people yeah. get in that situation, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was my, my youngest sister just adopted. Oh, really? That's yeah. dope. That's and dope. um, and we didn't tell her I think until maybe she was in her teens. Gotcha. Because gotcha. she looks exactly like us. It was like yo, like she flows right in. Right, right. You know How'd that work out it, though? It's How, she, she was surprised. She, she was devastated. She was oh, really? Damn. She was devastated. Well, not in a bad way. She was right, just like right. so like it was so much overwhelming for her. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but it's just. We're, we're blood, we're family. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it, doesn't like, it doesn't change yeah, anything. Yeah, right, anything. Exactly. It really doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you want people to know for the, the, the ancestry part, the health part. Right, you know right. That, that, so, that's what was kind of important to me. Yeah. You know, and then also, um, you know, with the with doing the music thing, like, I've always been attracted to music, so I always kind of wanted to know who, where so, that came from. So and, what, you know, when did that start for you with the music? Um, well, I, I loved music since I was, you know, old enough to know what it was, to be honest with you. Uh, it's just, it's been a, a, a frequency thing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just certain notes attract me in certain different ways. And, and even even down to, to television, like, I'll remember the music before I even remember, like, certain scenes right. and movies and the characters yeah. and things. Like, I'll remember what the movie sounded like, you know, 
more more so than anything. So, um, yeah, that's you know I've always just been always attracted to that. And then um, I played piano for like um, twelve years. My mom made me. That's what's like, up, though. I hated it as a kid. But, <laughs> How about you know, now, though? How you feel about I, now? I, I'm so glad. You know, um, as as I mean, as when I was young and started out, it was cool. But then once it got super serious, as I I got it going, I was yeah. like, man, I can't. I want to go hang out with my friends, and, <laughs> and I got to go. You know, two hour piano practice and this that on Saturdays, Sundays. You know, so, but um, in the long run, it definitely. Definitely helped me out because I, I produce, you know, right. all, all the music that you hear on my page. Like I produce that, so like I, I, from from the beat to mixing and mastering from conception to the end, I, it's all you. Yeah, it's all me. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Not too many people could could say that. Yeah, at all. You know what I'm saying? Like very few people do it. They and very few people people do it well. I appreciate. And that. with with your music that I've heard, yeah, it's dope as hell. I appreciate. I, that. I, I love the sound. Cool. I love your lyrics. The thank sound you. is very unique, though. It's like, you know, it's, it's you. Right, you thank feel, you, thank it's, you. It's thank not, you. That's what I strive for. I'm not yeah. really trying to, you know, fit in a, a genre necessarily. And you shouldn't. Like, you know. You shouldn't. But, I, I mean, I respect all all types of music. I, I, honestly, I and mean, then growing up in, in, in Page, I was introduced to rock music before sure. I was even introduced to rap music because a lot of the Native American kids, they were in, a, you know, Metallica and Pantera and... <laughs> You know, then then Lincoln Park came out, and that that's when um, kind of started making this transition to yeah. to the rap. And then um, my, my first rap CD I bought was Busta Rhymes. It was a uh, Extinction Level event. <laughs> I remember that one, man. And that fucking CD changed my life. Like I just <laughs> I remember because you know I grew up in a Christian household, so I couldn't really right. I had to kind of maneuver and hide my music and shit. Yeah. So I remember working my ass off at at my um, my paper route at the time. I went up to the store and I bought the fucking cassette, the Extinction Level yeah. event cassette. And I rocked that bitch till the wheels fell off. Oh my God. Like, Just bring the mic a little bit closer to you, man. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Damn. My first, damn, my first cassette was NWA. NWA? I was 11 years old. I got my allowance. They came out. And that was my, f- now it was, I was listening to hip hop music, of course, throughout. When I was a kid because it was prevalent when I was growing up in Brooklyn. Gotcha, of course, you know, yeah. they're breaking and you know or, or people, the DJs hooking up their, their sets to the the lamp post and having block parties in the, right. the street. That's where it started. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. growing up with that, that was dope. But then my, when I was able to actually have money and purchase my first record, it was NWA, which was weird because they were West Coast. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, but yeah. I fell in love with Ice Cube. I would gotcha. put this tape in my boombox. I'm rewinding it. I'm writing the lyrics. Play right, it again. Right. Stop it. Pause it. Rewind it. Write gotcha. the lyrics again. And just doing that all day long. Gotcha. It was crazy. I think I recall the first, the first time though that I really fell in love with hip hop was when I, w- I was here in Atlanta. I was in the Greenbrier Mall with my mom, and we were in a hair store. And the Loonies. Yeah. I got five on it. <laughs> yes. Played on the radio and it was like music from the guys to me. I yeah. don't know, like I didn't know what the fuck it meant, what you know, what the hell they were talking about. But it was just, I had five on it. I didn't know what the fuck you know I was talking about or you know. But it was just that sound. And then I remember walking through Walmart, my hometown, and hearing, I think it was Big Pun. I don't want to be a player no more. Yeah. And those two songs really like combined with that Buster Rhymes yeah. CD, like. I was just like, what is this? Exactly. You know, and I was kind of kind of sheltered from it for a long time. You know? And then this kind of that, that a wave of music just kind of hit right, you. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So. And come, yeah. when did you come to Atlanta? I came to Atlanta in uh, 04 after graduating from high school. Okay, how was that move? Um, it it wasn't so bad because I was uh, always back and forth. I, okay. I always had aunties who lived here, right. so I was I was back and forth. You know. Um, either it was every other summer I was either right. in California or I was I was uh, out here, because uh, my grandmother um, before she passed she lived in um, South Carolina so this okay. was the closest you know kind of hub to absolutely get to her and then I had aunties like I said who lived here so that's a big transition from the desert to all this greenery we have here in Atlanta. yeah it's definitely definitely <laughs> different definitely different because you know um, Arizona is really wide open mm-hmm. the way the way it's set up to is it's just grids and. Boy, learning Atlanta is really. Cool. I'm, I, to this day, 
I still like go on roads like, oh shit, that's how you get. Okay, <laughs> it all makes sense now. The two eighty five does this. this. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I've been I've been to Phoenix twice. Okay. What I do is every time I go to a different city, um, I buy a fitted. Gotcha. From that city. That's, that's dope. Like, that's like my little trinket. Right, for right, me. right. That's the damn magnet. Gotcha. I always give me a fitted from that city. That's dope. And um, I should I should have worn my diamond bags hat. <laughs> I, I should have worn that for him. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, I got the diamond back. So, um, got it on my hands. Um, terrible, <laughs> terrible fucking tattoo. But <laughs> hey, <Love> it, man. <laughs> no, like you come into Atlanta, and Atlanta is known for music for a long time. Right, right. You know, it's kind of just this is the mecca for the South. Mm-hmm. You know what Definitely. I'm saying? Because there's nothing else really around us yeah. except for Atlanta Metro. And I think people who don't know about Atlanta, it's it's big and it's small at the same time. Boy. I, you said something, man. <laughs> right? It's, it's Cause you can really, world, yeah. It's really because you can bump into people. Yeah. There's only but so many places you can really chill at. It's growing, don't get me wrong. Right. But everyone knows someone. Yeah. When I um literally within, I think the first month I moved to Atlanta, it was this place called the Shannon Mall. I don't yep. know if anybody remembers it. <laughs> yep. Oh, in fucking Union City. Yep. I never now it's a movie it. studio. Yeah, it's a movie studio. Yep. I went in there. It was just to kill time, just one day, just to get out the house because we were staying in my auntie's house when we first moved here. I walk in, looking at CDs. I look up to my right, and CeeLo Green is standing yeah. next to me looking at CDs. And I'm like, nah, I can't be. Yeah. So I asked him. I was like, just casually. Like, hey, yeah. bro, are you, you CeeLo Green? <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa. I was like, I love that shit you do doing with Timberland, bro. I was like, you know, so. But yeah, it's it was definitely that situation right there just opened my eyes to the potential of, you know, Absolutely. making something happen in this city. So that's when I kind of... And if you play it right and you, you yeah. connect with the right folks, you can really make something. Yeah. You, you can really make some noise locally and then from there nationally because you have it here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have, and it's been consistent. Has it been like, you know, like some other cities where you may have a couple artists come out right, and right. then the city itself really doesn't hold the music. Yeah. Just the yeah. artist kind of comes from there. Yeah, that's, you know that's what I'm saying. To where yeah. Atlanta's like, no, like this is a farm system. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think um, that has a lot to do with the radio stations actually supporting their artists and, and backing them to yeah. where, you know, um, I do. I, I, I'm, I'm back and forth between Arizona a lot, and not to even get into the mix too much of, of <laughs> but I've seen certain accusations that there's certain radio stations out there who aren't really sure. fucking with the underground and local artists. And exactly. They're people who are literally buying billboards and calling the station out, and it's it's interesting, you that's, know. That's crazy. But th- that's dope in itself, I think, because it that kind of shows that there's a resilience and there is a big underground community Absolutely. in Arizona that I'm still learning about, to be honest with you, because, like, I, like I said, grew up in Arizona, yeah. but... To come back now and and actually hear really fucking dope artists coming from out of Arizona is really cool to me. You know, um, you should because that's your hometown. Yeah, you know that that yeah. feels great when you can relate. It's like, you know what? I know exactly what street, what town they're talking about. Right, right, you exactly. Feel, you feel that connection exactly. in the lyrics. Yeah, and that's what people exactly. understand. That's why I always interview underground artists, man. Gotcha. That's been my mainstay of just talking to underground artists and give everyone an opportunity to give their story. That connection that. When someone hears your music, they're like, yo, I know his story. I've seen it. He's, he's doing this. He's from right, here. Right, right. To have that connection. A lot of times, you know, especially back in the day, you didn't have that. You heard a person based off their music, and you wondered what part of the city they were from or what part of the country they're from. You didn't get that information. Exactly, so exactly. Maybe they did an interview. To right. your point, if someone doesn't want to play them on the radio, they're not going to come for an interview later exactly. on to speak to the DJs. So that's dope that people are like the underground folks are. I always love underground artists more than the traditional Pop artists, I yeah I, I can definitely feel that because and then it always seems like when a when an artist went quote unquote mainstream right. it's kind of lost and and I don't know it's, some of that's kind of bougie too because like some people you know oh man I was I knew him back when he was rocking the stage and two people in the crowd shut up you know what I'm saying <laughs> like but it I understand where they're coming from with that because a lot of artists kind of lose I guess vision of what they started even doing the music for. No, you, you know? can. I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think the money does change up things because yeah. you're not struggling no more. Right. And then I, I think there are 
Yeah, and, and which I think actually labels are kind of getting out of now, which is cool. But I think back then it was a lot of protocol too, to where certain people wanted to hear this yeah. certain type of song from this certain type of artist, and we want yeah. you to look this certain type of way, project this certain type of image, and to where now it's kind of like, just do you, you know? What I mean? Well, <laughs> like, I think that that's where the, the indie part comes yeah. into play because a lot of the, mu- the mu- when the internet became so prevalent in the mm-hmm. early two thousands, the music industry was hardest hit. Yeah, the film industry was hit too, but they kind of rebounded and figured out how we play in this space. Definitely, definitely. And the music industry just gave, they're like, we don't know what to do. Yeah, true. And true. there was so many ripping of music and stuff like that, freaking downloading right. shit. I don't even think it was the internet. Um, when I when I look, I kind of did some research on that. Mm-hmm. I, I really think it was fucking CDRs and CD burners. Well, yeah, that, that was really that was that was fucked up. That was start of it because yeah. I remember back in it when I would walk down the <laughs> avenue. My African dudes would have all the CDs ready. Right, and you're like, and I don't know I would go, yeah. I, I'll, I'll buy yeah, it. Exactly. No, I would buy yeah. Tupac and Biggie's CD. That's what I did first. It was good. Then mm-hmm. I bought the good one. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, but from there, it transitioned to the internet. Because at that, that point, that's when Napster came out. Yeah. With all the free download music. Like, oh, I can just oh, yeah, download this stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. And now we have Spotify, you know, iTunes, Tidal. yeah. yeah. Which is pretty much the same shit. The, yeah, the child, yeah, child of Napster, pretty paying much paying like ten bucks a month for it. Like and that, but I think the the newer generation didn't grow up with that kind of black market piece. Exactly. So that they and had you know, no I was I was it. green when I was young too because I, I I remember going to New York right and, <laughs> and walking down the Ave and they would have the bootleggers out yeah. right and and they would have this shit on a fucking blanket yep. right <laughs> and. I remember I was walking towards dude, and I don't know who was behind me, but all of a sudden he had to cover up his shit. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like, I want to see what you got. Like, you know, and he's like, bro, like, <laughs> no, like, you know, I'm loud as hell. Like, I want to see these, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, so, yeah. But I definitely, and then I ended up getting like three CDs from him and didn't realize they were bootlegged until I got back to the house and looked. I'm like, oh. Yeah. This is what's going on. I'm, I'm thinking I'm buying the real fucking shit off the street. Nah, nah. nah he, he made like, that from okay. the script. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I get and it And that's now. when like, artists were losing yeah. mad money. And yeah. Of course, you know, the, the companies were losing mad money. But I think YouTube helped out a lot of indie artists. Absolutely. You know, just coming yeah. out with their music, just lyrically popping. Right. You know, even Justin Bieber came from YouTube. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really hate that. Yeah. You know, locally, we have Russ here. Yeah. You know, Russ, is, I, I love Russ. He doesn't like Russ too much. <laughs> right? No, he doesn't. But but his his game is. I, I respect point. the man's. I I respect his the way he moves. I put yeah, it like that. that. That's how. That's, a, that's why I like about a couple him. Couple dope songs. My girl likes likes the music. So yeah. I you know I but, tolerate it. But I, I do like the fact that similar <laughs> yeah. to how you are, you're making everything from scratch. Yeah, exactly, I, and I respect that. as You know well. what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, yeah. your musicality is is and your IQ for music is way vaster than a lot of other artists. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Compared to where I'm just going to come in rap over someone else's beat, which is nothing wrong with that either. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But for you to create everything from scratch. See, that's exactly what I didn't want to do. And and, really? and you know what? I, and no disrespect to anybody who's doing it, because yeah. I mean, there's some people who do it and do it well, but I just, I feel, I always felt like the, the song's been made. Like, why would I rap over the guy? That was just me, you right. know? And I, I don't, and to this day, I've just never done it and that was kind of like my beginning to making beats because I was willing to fucking rap and and living in Page, Arizona wasn't nobody making beats wasn't nobody, didn't, there was no local studio I could just go to, you know and so I had to figure it out on my own and ended up having a Radio Shack mic hooked to a fucking <laughs> I think it was a 48, 486 Sony PC back in the day yeah, I remember trying that. to record in uh, Acid Pro <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I mean that's that's where it all started from, and you know from there I just kind of just fell in love with it and yeah. and just started learning things. And when I moved to Atlanta, though, it was kind of a blessing because I was I was working at Staples off of fucking Camp Creek, yep, and ran into um, a lady who managed producers at the time, okay, and ended up moving into this pretty decent sized house where like every room was just a studio and wow. we got to learn and and get taught under this dude who was I think um if I'm not mistaken he did all of like the mixing for Uncle Luke's shit. And, really? Like all the down south bass music yeah. that was popping like oh, yeah. 
early 90s and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, he had plaques and shit and with his name on it. And so I was like, okay, let me really pay attention yeah. to this dude, you know, and call him Navigator. And just going through that kind of, like, that training camp and just learning oh, how to shit. observe and, and, and kind of take his style, put my own shit to it. Okay, I, I see how to maneuver and make shit that I want to hear from using his techniques, right. you know, and then putting my own flip to it, I could kind of make some shit that sounded like something, you know? Yeah, so, definitely, man. Yeah, you know, it's just pretty much where it all came from, man. No, that's dope, because I think you can really get the sense of your vibe since yeah. you're creating the music from scratch. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, either whether you're upset, you're sad, you're happy, your your tone is going to represent it not only in the lyrics, but also in the beat. Right, that's what I try to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're creating all that, and then you're learning the piano. Kudos to your parents, because that's just a skill they gave you. Exactly. Very you true. know, Very that's, true. that's a crazy skill you can always rely on. Yeah. And even, I think, for yourself going forward, the biggest thing is keeping true to yourself. Yeah. Not letting no label get in the way of your creativity. Cause I think that's, that's what hurts a lot of people, too, is when they stop creating and just trying to make a hit. True, true. Like, don't go after the hit. Yeah. Don't try to make something that everyone else has, because you can always try to make a summer song. I, I had to learn that myself. You know, um, uh, I went through my emulation stage sure. to where, you know, the hottest artist that was out, I was trying to make a song to sound just like the shit that they're yeah. doing and, and try to even make my voice kind of, <laughs> you know, resemble what their drawl or, you know, however they were saying shit. And it wasn't until I got out of that that, people started kind of noticing what I was doing. So, yeah. yeah, it's definitely staying true to yourself, not kind of falling into that. You know, I'm not saying don't don't take, um, what do you say, inspiration sure. from people. But at the same time, I would say do your best to do, do how you would do that, yeah. I guess you could say, not necessarily trying to do it like them. That makes it no, that makes a lot of sense because that's yeah. how I started with the podcast. Like, gotcha. I was listening to mad people doing podcasts, and I copied them. Gotcha. Right. I I, I didn't have my voice yet. I didn't know my style yet. Right. I think that's nice with anything though. I mean, with music, like exactly. you said, like yeah. you don't know yet. You don't know what right, you can do. Right, how right. you're gonna do it? So, I kept on doing it, and I'm like, you know what? I sound too much like this dude. Yeah. Where's my voice? Like, definitely, who am I? Definitely. Yeah. And I was like, no, just be you. And it's so hard for people to be themselves. Yeah, it is. Because we all have our representative. Yep. Well, we bring a girl, you're going to job interview, you're always being somebody else but yourself. Right. Unless you're behind closed doors. Yeah. Or with people you're mad comfortable with. Right. But it's like to be you just all day long, throughout, no matter what, is like. It's a hard thing to do. But it's so fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. It's like we should just be happy yeah. who we are, but we're not because we always look at the next person. Right, we, and I think it's more of like, I, what what are they gonna think of me if I yeah. do this and this yeah. and this? You know, and uh, yeah, it's one thing. Uh, I mean, that's why I kind of respect a lot of these young niggas and and who you know you get a lot of the the older fucking rappers who pissed off at the, the young dude, which makes no fucking sense to me because... Nah, I'm going to bring that up too. Yeah. <laughs> makes no sense to me at all because you you were young doing what the fuck you wanted to do at some point in time, so you know, how how can you hate that? You know what I mean? So Hip-hop had to evolve. Yeah. Right? So when I was growing up and everything was so lyrical and the beats... And people had to understand like hip-hop is very regional and the sound comes from that region, so like if people really think about it, right? So you look at when New York came out, you know, with hip hop and, sh- and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Dolce is, is bothering you. <laughs> nah, you good. But um, New York is such raw and heavy and hard because it's cold. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's cold for so long. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you hear, to, so you go to LA, you hear their sound. It's sunny with palm trees. Exactly. So you you have that, that laid back, back you, know. you know, so yeah. you're going to have that influence. Exactly. You know what definitely. I'm saying? So when the South came about, people were. I remember in New York, people were hating people in the South. Oh, they don't know how to rap. And exactly, like, yeah, yeah. And when New York fell off for a number of years, it wasn't so much that we, we fell off. We just didn't embrace other hip-hop. We didn't, yeah, yeah, that's definitely. We didn't, you know what I'm saying? And, so be, and because of that, that's when we fell off. Yeah, y'all definitely had, like, weird, the only ones doing it right yeah, type, exactly. you know, attitude. Yep. And so it was like, And that's the right, cockiness well, of a New Yorker, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do it how we do it, and you know, which... Which I understand because I grew up on New York music, and I can definitely, I 
I had to I had to um acquire the taste of southern music. Yeah. Nah, I love it. Don't yeah. I like because you have to get you have to live it. You do. More I, than, I didn't understand that until yeah, I moved here. Yeah, you have to live it. Yeah. It's it's more of a of a lifestyle than a than a than a genre of music. Absolutely. Once you once you hit the clubs out here and you you know, you leave the club and you hit your Waffle House and you, you know. You get, you, you get the story, get the background. Yeah, the story, yeah, you'll definitely understand why the music sounds like it does. And, Absolutely. And, and when, you, when you hit the strip club and you see them booties bouncing, <laughs> yep. you're going you're gonna to want to come back. Yeah. And you're going to really understand, you're going to gain love for that music. Exactly. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a different, it's a different experience than anywhere Else on this planet, I would say, definitely Atlanta is 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 definitely different for that. Well, and like I said, hip hop had to evolve, man, because just like rock and roll, yeah, you know, there's different subcategories in rock and roll, right? Right. Your punk, you have your grunge, you have your hard and soft metal, your alternative rock, exactly. And hip hop was just so like again that New York style hip hop from the original parts, and then when other regions started taking it over, started mixing different things and getting the vibe, and it's like. Nothing wrong with that. Even down exactly. with the whole auto tunes and the mumble rapping. Right. Don't have to like it. Like I fucking love designer. Like, yeah, but I fucking love designer. I don't. And you just gotta. I can't understand shit. <laughs> like half the shit, but he's, he's. You like designer? I fucking love designer. I mean, me, I do. You more like, <laughs> like Uzi Vert? Yeah, I love Uzi. Yeah, that's what I I'm love saying. Uzi Vert. I mean, so. I love, I love, I love Trippy Red. His fucking album is so dope to me. I, I don't know why because I actually I, do, I think I do know why is because the. A lot of the melodies that these kids are doing are, are, are real alternative rock-ish yeah. type melodies, and it's really reminded me of, of some oh, of the metal and shit that I you know used to listen to, and yeah. it's really interesting to me. I like it a lot. Because you know? in the 90s hip-hop, they took a lot of the 70s music. Definitely, yeah. They got yeah. soul, the soul little, yeah, back yeah. in the R&B, right? Mm-hmm. Which R&B is dead now, so someone bring it back. Uh, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> But now, that's your point, mm-hmm. newer artists saying, no, hold on, there's another genre of music we can kind of steal from right. and make it popping. Yeah. And the artist you just named is doing that. Like, yeah, it's like, which is dope as fuck. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I hate it when people down. Yeah. It, it sucks. Because yeah. well, my, my parents were talking shit about hip hop in the 90s. Right. It wasn't their music. Exactly. Every exactly. generation fucking do, does exactly. it. Exactly. Just like, I'm, I'm pretty sure their parents were like, what the hell is this Motown shit? And then <laughs> exactly. turn that off. <laughs> Turn on some gospel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they, Did know. I ever do that to you? No. No, right? Because I, I, I figured that, listen, if, if, if he keeps me on point, then I'm going to keep up. You're in up. touch with your youth. You yeah, know exactly. In, in, in some capacity. You know what I mean? And I agree with that because I have a daughter. You know, she'll be um, nine in October. And, awesome. And so, you know, she loves she loves little Uzi Vert. She loves, uh, was it, uh, Playboy Cardi and all these, all these, you know. And, you know, I... I encourage a love for music. You know what I mean. I, 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 some, to, I, I I'm the type of I'm gonna teach you that there's certain you know aspects of it that that you may not want to involve yourself in. You know when you're exactly. of age. You know what can I do? But at the same time, you know I, I can give you a guidance to it. But I'm definitely not that parent who's gonna be like, no, nah, you can't listen to that. No, nah, that's what I did with my kids too. It's, it's you're gonna so gravitate cool. towards what you like anyway. You know you have mean? to, and yeah. you have to let them be organic with it, and let them understand it. But it comes down to parenting too, right? So yeah. I let him listen to whatever he wanted to listen to. I listen to Jay-Z, Biggie, whoever in the car. Mm-hmm. They're cursing. I know he's cursing the back with them. Right. You know, he, exactly. yeah, right? Yeah. So he's <laughs> laughing. Right. He's making sure I don't hear him. Yeah. But I know he's doing it. Come on. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm an ignorant. But my biggest thing is making sure they understand, listen, this is just a song. Right. This is lyrics. Exactly. You know, this is someone's fantasy or idea or dream that they came up with. Exactly. You know, not everybody's fucking gangster. Not right. everybody has all these cars. They're all exactly. rented. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're jewels. They all got them from the wish app. Exactly. So it's like, it's like, don't don't pay attention to that. Right. But if it makes you feel a certain way, you're vibing with it, and it matches you, love it. It's music. That's what music is supposed to do. I agree. But if you raise them right, they're not going to follow the music as its guide. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, so you think, shouldn't. No, it's you shouldn't. At all. You know? It should, music, Same thing with TV, movies, video games, all this shit. And it's like, exactly. you can't blame any of that shit for... You can't. Your shitty parenting. <laughs> That's the thing, man. You're right, because you know? <laughs> mad people do have shitty parenting, and yeah. they want to blame everything else but them fuck themselves. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So, so you've been in Atlanta for how long now? Um, let's see, since '04. So what? '04. I've been. Shit. I got here. I got here in '02. Terrible math. That's about fifteen years. Yeah, about fifteen. They have thirteen years? to me. I guess it would be. I've been here 19. since '02. So that's about seventeen years. Wait, nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, about fifteen for me. So fifteen, 15 for you. For me. So that's yeah, a long yeah. time then. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm pretty much. Uh, I got the experience. The old ATL a little bit, yep, I guess, the day that they talk about, yeah. you know, when uh, I got here when Jeezy was just about to be a superstar. Yes, but he had the whole issue with the freaking with snowman. With the fucking snowman t-shirts. That was a big yeah, issue. That was yeah. huge. That was yeah, huge. I remember that. Yeah. And then, then, um, then the little Gucci and Jeezy beef yes. happened. And then, uh, you know, you had the Yola the Greats and all them that's guys right. popped out. And, you know, and it's right when BMF got busted. Yep, and that's right. Yeah, it was it was, it was an like interesting the, it was, time. It was so weird. It was to, like the end of the Freak Nick era. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? It was like yeah. the, it was the end of that, pretty much. Yeah, D4L, it was just starting to pop. You know, yeah. the, it, it really the the young nigga wave was starting with that. I, I feel like is yeah. when when we when D4L, you had um, the, was it the Nuck if you buck kids? That's right. At the time, yeah. that, they kind of I think they really started this new. Young nigga wave in Atlanta, I guess you no, could I, say. No, I, I agree with that. I yeah. think what also made it difficult, too, is that they, when they shut down Buckhead. Because at one point, Buckhead was a beautiful was yeah. like a strip of these clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they shut that down because people is true. were just yeah, going wild Going there. wild about yeah. it, right? So yeah. after they shut that, it made people rethink and move in a different way around the city. Definitely. And then they stopped, uh, close, they closed the clubs at three now. So, yeah, yeah it was it like, say, it really was like 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was pretty much. It yeah. was, because I think yeah. they brought it back to one or two, then yeah. they yeah, it back up that. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they it back up to three or four. But it never really got popping like it was back nah, in the day. Nah, yeah. and even strip clubs nowadays, you know, like, the strip clubs aren't as prevalent as they once were before. Right, right, yeah. You know, because the cities are changing the ordinance and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. some places, they, they close one that's, Maybe a mile, two miles down the road from here. Gotcha. And in certain clubs, they they can't get naked anymore. Which yes, I which is that's, weird. Yeah, interesting. Which, which that's yeah. the staple of Atlanta. Right. That's yeah. That's what they, people you come have to. Naked Atlanta strippers yeah. and the food in the strip exactly, club. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what we're known for. Right. The food in the strip club is bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's interesting. You got to go to certain ones, especially like you know, if you're gonna be in the hood, go to go to a uh, Blue Flame. Yeah, definitely, you know definitely hit the flame if you're Absolutely. if you're a tourist. You know, you have to. It's a bluff. Be yeah. careful. Yeah, yeah, definitely be careful. <laughs> but um, you know, you you enjoy yourself. Um, Magic City, you enjoy yourself. Magic you're gonna City, you're going to come out of pocket a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. Follies. <laughs> yeah, Follies. Follies not too far from yeah, here. Yeah. You know, your Allure, Oasis, Pink yeah. Pony. You definitely. Know, give a mad shout out to the strip clubs in Atlanta. Gotcha. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I agree. But uh, my, I think my job as a dad is to make sure my daughter never has to work at any of those. No, I, no absolutely. I <laughs> totally agree to with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do your thing. Hey, make your money. Exactly. I can't. I can't be mad at that. They figured out. They figured out the niche. If I can strip, I do it fucking too. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So, but man, like, what's what is your album going to be called? The album's called Aqua Blue, um, which you know is the color of the new hundred dollar bill. Yeah, um, which I which is everybody's bottom line. I think in this day and age, um, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't think that's my job to no, <laughs> no, that's specify. I think that's kind of what my my um, I kind of have an internal battle. If you yeah. once you when you listen to the CD, is kind of a battle between that a little bit dope. about you know real feelings and also indulgence and yeah. you know I say a lot of the regular shit that. A lot of rappers do, but I, I feel like I try to say it a little cooler. That's dope. So, yeah. No, I think I think you do do it well. I, I um, I think I know you do it well. Um, it comes down to I think to for you to just stay creative, man. You know, the business is always gonna get be in there. That's part yeah. of you have to learn it. Some artists do well with it. Some artists don't. Right, right. You know, um, if you look at Jay Z, he's a billionaire now. He, it's a beautiful he, thing. He, it is because it's, yeah. it's it's showing the next gen that's coming up of hip hop. Right. There's more just to that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And being indie, your masters are yours. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, you can look at the the, the, the old town road kid. I mean, yeah. say what you want about it. I mean, and I mean, there's a lot of people hating on that, too. I, 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 mean, I hate that because people are like, man, I would never buy it. I didn't expect you to buy that song. No. Like, you're you're I known expected, as man. I expected, like, my that, kid to buy it. Yeah, yeah. I, so... This is, my, this is my take on it. Yeah. It came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. That's my first reaction, right? Yeah. Second listen to, it was like, 
What is he saying? Then I heard it in the car. Yeah. Cause car music in the car is different. It's different. Yeah. You know what it, I'm saying? It rides so, a little different. Yeah. So yeah. I heard it in the car. Like, okay. Now I was like, nice beat. Okay. Then he, then he caught me with the whole. Wranglers on my booty. I was like, yo, that's, that's all right. That's it still was slick. funny. It was yeah. funny. I was yeah. like, that's dope. Yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I seen the visual, the video. Video is very dope. I was very like, fucking dope video. I, I can't I, hate. I, yeah. I couldn't hit on that point. Because yeah. he wasn't trying to be gangster. He wasn't, he wasn't trying, trying to be, be country. Yeah, exactly. Even though he was dressing like country. Right. But he wasn't trying to be anything but him. And and what I liked how he, he, he kind of. Walked that line very nicely. He did. He didn't. He was. It wasn't like he was making fun of. Country it wasn't a caricature of, exactly. of country. It was like this yeah, is respect. my this yeah. is my respectable take on yeah. the fucking genre. And that's it. I you know I respect that you know but it, it was a lot of a lot of grown ass men that were like yeah this song sucks like bro I, I didn't expect you to like, to like it. it yeah like I don't think he expected yeah. you to like it bro. <laughs> and that's what I was telling you about this right before yeah. I was like I was telling you about how to. Just play to your audience, right? And don't, don't worry about the haters. Right, right. Like, if you hate me, that means you're not my audience. Exactly. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But the person next to you who is, mm -hmm. that's who I'm fucking with. And at the same time, we're sitting here talking about fucking yeah. Lil Nas X exactly. and Old Town Road. And you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, and he came out the closet too, right? Like, Supposedly. That's, that's an interesting... I, 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 I saw the tweet. I, I mean, it's, 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 it's a supposed thing. He didn't necessarily come out and was like, I am this. But he's put like little. He's he's on that young thug type <coughs> vibe where he's like, y'all y'all figure it out. You know what I mean? If Which, if, he, if he did, I know he said something about putting uh, uh, a skyscraper in his. In his I think yeah, his, it's his, a skyscraper with a rainbow bro, on the front so of it. Kind of like you he know, was like I, I tried to make it obvious for y'all or something like that. But right. he never literally was like, this is me. But I mean, I, I mean, if all roads point. And I guess that's the direction. And I think, <laughs> I think nowadays, he, I think it was a smart move for him. Yeah, I, I think hip hop yeah, is ready for it. I yeah. think, I think there was always gay rappers anyway. I mean, come on, they're just like there was always a gay president sometime, right? I think more than likely it had to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You just I mean, when you be. look at even back in the '40s, like was the, some dude named Brock Hudson or something. Mm -hmm. He was like the fucking Brad Pitt of the time. Like yeah. all the girls wanted to fuck him, and he was the gayest dude in fucking Hollywood. So it was like. <laughs> You know that hasn't changed. It has. You know it never I mean? has. I think so. people just make became more conservative, and that became more of the thing yeah. not to do. But that's always been in in our history. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying having having um having uh you know lesbians or gay people around. Right. Right. The yeah. same shit to be honest. Definitely with you. some, some gangster licious Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> there's some dudes back in back in the day that I knew that were gay. That they'll, they'll fuck you up though. Yeah. I mean, hey, they're and, and that's no disrespect. No. Anybody to choose their lifestyle. Exactly. Absolutely. I, I, my um I have a, my older brother is gay, and I've, I've got a lot of go gay people. Even my family says, I mean, it's, it's your lifestyle choice. I mean, it is what it is. And, it. and my thing is, is if if you are you and you're comfortable in your skin, then why is it necessary for you to feel like you need to tear down somebody else, like for what they choose to do? Is exactly, it's fucking stupid to me. But it really is, dude. Like yeah. that's that's my thing. I think to we're going through such a transition now, right here mm -hmm. in the states, and Georgia's like definitely going through a transition because. Yeah. The rest of the state compared to the city, Atlanta, yeah. is totally different. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, there's this country backwards people in Georgia. Definitely, definitely. You know, and then you have Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you have Metro Atlanta, because people understand, like, there's no other neighboring city that fucks with us, because the other states are really kind of not really well off. Alabama yeah, yeah, definitely. is still and, back. And that's why a the lot of The part of Tennessee these... we're connected to is still kind of country as hell. Right. South Carolina, the whole state is country as hell. Yeah, a lot of these rappers go go to these country towns and get fucked up and robbed and all that type yeah, shit. Yeah, man, these niggas like, don't give two shits no, about this man, shit here. No. Like, then, nigga, we still hungry. Like, with yeah. this shit, <laughs> come down here flexing if you want to. Absolutely, <laughs> man. So, and you got to yeah. be careful with that. I think yeah. it comes down to like how you perceive yourself, and if you're gonna go someplace like, like this, you know, you have to check in, man. Definitely, I, I agree with that. And 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 I, a lot of niggas, they they like. New York niggas and 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 and, and I'm gonna call out Atlanta niggas on that shit too because I feel like I'm partial to Atlanta niggas. Yeah. Like you can't go everywhere on that. I'm from here and here is the toughest spot you ever could go and I'm gonna whoop everybody's ass who could. Nah, like man. stop it, bro. Like I'm I, and I'm if if you can whoop everybody's ass by all means, nigga, talk your shit. But at the same time, I'm not that nigga. I'm the nigga yeah. who if you disrespect me. 
we gonna tussle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna give you a run for your money. I'm not gonna say see him and be like, I'm gonna beat everybody ass. I'm gonna beat that nigga ass. I'm gonna be right. Nah, I'm gonna give you a run for your money though. Like we we definitely gonna we definitely gonna have a, have a time. But uh, I, actually, but other I, than that, you know, I'm, I can't afford. I was when I came to Atlanta, <laughs> I was the same way though. Yeah. I was like I was so Brooklyn. I, I you know I, I was there yeah. my whole life. I right. came to Atlanta. I was 24. Yeah, and I'm 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 in South Lake Mall, mm-hmm. right. Ryan Jonesboro, shout out to Clayco, mm-hmm. and these, these these dudes were across from me from the other other way, and they were looking at my kicks. Yeah, in New York, you know, you already know you can't look at no one's kicks. You can't right, look at another right. person. That's a fight. Right. Yeah, here is like people just making eye contact with oh, you. Oh yeah, damn. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I say, yeah. I was telling wifey at the time, I was like, yo, I say, I'm gonna have to know, get ready. Yeah, these dudes gonna we have to do something. Yeah, they come over. I'm like, yo. What's up? Yeah. They were like, they were taking, the, they were taking the back. I was like, yo, what you trying? Just, yeah, yeah. You just go my shit. They were like, nah, we didn't, never showed those kicks before. Just looking yeah. at them. They were mad nice. Yeah. And I was still acting like right. an ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then I had to learn. I said, yo, what the fuck? I said, right. We, I said, we gotta go because they're gonna try to jump. Yeah. I didn't have. They, just, they yeah, were shopping. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah right, right. So I was like, what yeah. the hell did this it's happen? I, yeah, I was like, Darcy's on Twilight's own shit. Right, I was like, right. what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> and I had to learn exactly that. that yeah, yeah. There's different rules everywhere. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I couldn't take the rules I had from New York and apply them at all to Atlanta. Yeah. Now, hood is hood to the point to where you know you step into the fucking hood, you yeah. got to respect. Absolutely. You got to go in and respect yeah. whoever's the, the main motherfucker. You got to make sure, that, yo, yeah. I got you, though. I'm not trying to right. disrespect nobody. I just want to run my hair. My lady's over here. That's You have to come through. Because yeah. if not, they'll get you. Yeah. True. Yeah. Plain and simple, that's, and that's anywhere. Yeah. But if you try to walk your way and try to say, "Yo, I'm the big, baddest motherfucker around," it's always that's when you're gonna get fucked up. Exactly. Yeah, someone always bigger and better than you. Yep. That's why I tell my kids, like, "Yo, I was like, you're not from the hood. Yeah. You were yep. raised in a fucking cul-de-sac. Right. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so you don't know. I feel. And it makes no sense for me to take them back there anyway. No right. doubt, like, it formed it formed me. Right. It gave me perspective in a different way. Yeah. And, and the way they're gonna live now. Told you in perspective for them, which I wanted for them. Exactly, exactly. I want my kids to grow up square as fuck. You know yeah, I, mean? like, I, I don't want to glorify the hood like it's been glorified. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, when I first moved here, I I got kicked out of my house, so <laughs> I was wilding out, you know. Yeah. And, and I ended up having to move to to Washington Road of all places, and it was kind of fucked up. Back Washington then. Road Exit One. It was kind of <laughs> fucked up back then, you know. Um, it's called Club Candlewood, place called Garden Court across the street. I was in that little area all the time, and. You know, uh, dude, I used to get like all my little weed from. Like yeah. he got shot in the head on Halloween. It was, I mean, it wasn't wasn't the worst of hoods, but it damn sure wasn't the best. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, dude downstairs from me, I wake up and you know smelling crack coming from his goddamn kitchen. Like he's always cooking up and shit. So it was just, you know, shit. Like I, why why would I want my kids to? To talk to, to that, yeah, experience, experience that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, to me, yes, yeah, it's. it's now I look back and I'm like, yeah, okay, it's interesting to, to see that aspect of life and 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 look back and say I'll never go back there. But yeah. why, you know, even repping that shit is like, what am I repping that for? Like, yeah, it's my thing too. Like, you know, I got asked a lot, like, I'm not gonna go back to Best Buy, and I'm like, um, no, um, I'm not. One is not my Brooklyn anymore. Right, it's been gentrified, which I have no problem with gentrification because right. we did nothing with it for 40, 50 years. True, true. Open up a fucking bodega. Yeah. So if we did nothing with it, why am I mad that Susie and Jimmy came through with a muffin shop and a and a fucking microbrewery? Right. Yeah. My bad. I didn't think of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like now if we were if we were doing something with the neighborhood and people just came in and took it, then I'm like, yeah, that's different. Right. But we fucked it up, pissing on the floor, smearing shit on elevated buttons. Why, why are we mad that someone wants to clean up the neighborhood yeah. and we fucked up the neighborhood? Yeah. Don't get me wrong, we built a culture from it. Hip hop came from that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the struggle is real. And not, you know, you hear everyone struggle, but it's like you can get yourself out the struggle if you put your mind and heart into it. Like, yeah, I mean, growing up in the projects and me living now where I live at in Atlanta is like night and day. Right. But I had to do that for myself. Yeah. No one showed me how to do that. Exactly. And not everyone makes out the hood. Yeah, and 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 what's crazy is that all that shit is relative in in, in a way because I remember watching an interview with Akon and he said when he came from fucking Africa and he went to the hood he thought that was like the fucking Hilton yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? like would y'all got running water like what the fuck, fuck yeah. you know what I mean? like so 
it's all relative. Like, it really is, man. So it's 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 not as bad as now. We perceive sometimes, you know, we absolutely we're we are the creators of the the jails of our minds sometimes, and we'll make our situations out to be a lot worse than than we do. It really can, or, or really in all reality is. You know? At that point, we're looking for sympathy, not even empathy. At that point, yeah, so strict just sympathy. sympathy. Yeah, yeah. What was me? Help me out. Exactly. And and that's thing. That's what a lot of people tend to not, not understand. Like, mm-hmm. your success is based off how much hard work you're willing to do for yourself. Right. How much risk and challenge you want to put on? Like right now, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. You're taking risk by putting music out. You're taking a chance and hoping someone likes your shit. Exactly. Whether they like it or not, I hope you don't stop. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> I appreciate that. Because you got yeah. at least one fan right here. For sure. And, of course, your, your lady, Jay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Which, check out the podcast. She was the last podcast we had. Absolutely. Miss um, Jay Brown. Yes, indeed. Um, and you, you just have to continue going forward. Keep on putting music out. Keep on putting music out. Do a gig here. Do a gig there. Get yeah. to know some more heads. Chill. Another song. Like just keep on grinding. Absolutely. What's gonna happen is that you're gonna be successful. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's really the only fucking. Exactly, no doubt exactly, there's gonna be yeah. roadblocks and challenges because yeah. you're you're growing and leveling up. And that's just life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the outcome is success. Right. Right. You know, whether it be failure, if there is, is based off you not understanding something mm-hmm. or you just fucking up. Right. And that's fine if you learn from it and rebound and keep it moving forward. If you don't rebound from it, then that's when, oh, what was me? I was, I was, I was once here, yeah. And now I'm here, and then that's it, right? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because people tend to have their egos are so fucking big, right? They want to run off their old shit. Exactly. And then, and then a lot of people think the money's the answer, which is not, not at all. Because you're a fucked up person, money makes you more fucked up. If you're a nice person. You give you probably donate more. Right, exactly. So I mean, and, and that shit makes nothing, no difference in in how you feel, and no difference in your mental health, and no difference in in your perception of yourself. In the, at the end of the day, because you Absolutely. still got to look in the mirror, you know. Yes, indeed. At the end of the day, so you know. Oh my bad. No, you good, man. <laughs> you super good. Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, man, it's it's yeah. it's uh, it's a new day and age, especially with technology. Look what we're doing here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like back in the day, we would have to been in the fucking super studio, right? To exactly. Get shit done. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you can do mm-hmm. shit everything in your crib right now. It's, yeah. a, it's affordable. Yeah. yeah, it's an investment. Definitely. But it's super cheap. Yeah, that's how I record. You know, yeah. I record at the spot. Just got my own little setup. Not not too much different from, from <laughs> this. We're in the right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it, I think that's the biggest thing. People, the perception people think that you gotta have the traditional big ass studio. No doubt. Right. It's comfortable to be have that. It's cool looking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's great. Cool, and then yeah. if you have somebody who knows what they're doing and how to use the shit in there, yeah, then, Absol- yeah, yeah. that's that's great. Absolutely. You know, but you just all those fucking buttons and switches. You're still like, just <laughs> turning on Fruity Loops and making a beat. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. what's I don't understand <laughs> what the point of that whole doing. shit is. You know, to be we'll, honest with you, we're buying him Fruity Loops. He makes yeah, beats. We're making him buy Fruity Loops pretty soon. Sure. I used Fruity Loops back in the day. I had a group. Mm-hmm. I was living in, in, in Clayton County. And I was I was producing beats and we had a group in my basement, and Free Loops was was the shit to use. Cause I couldn't afford Pro Tools. Yeah, you know Pro Tools was hella expensive. Yeah, yeah. So Free Loops was the next best best thing. I was like, yep. bet, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And um, man, that was like that was years ago. And I was like, he's making mess. You know what? Go back to Free Loops. Let's get you yeah. simple. Has all the plugins you need. Absolutely, let's, you can use any plugin with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I said, let's, let's let's make it happen. Shout out to FL Studio. <laughs> For real, make a, <laughs> a lot of beats and. A decent amount of money off, yeah. off you guys. I, I think appreciate I, it. I, I think <laughs> what people need to understand, man. It's like, yo, it's, it's not that difficult. What's difficult is, is your mental stability. You have to take a chance in yourself. Absolutely. You just got to say, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then you have to do it consistently, though. Yeah. That's the biggest shit. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do it once in a while and say you're, you're a hip-hop artist, you're not. You're not. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You, you, you have a hobby. True, true. And that's really it. If you really want to truly grind and feel the pain... I understand that it is a fucked up business to get into, and you're willing to go into that. Absolutely. You you have to have a mindset that's super fucking strong, and understanding that you got to be nimble. You have to be able to pivot whenever you need to. Definitely. You definitely have to have family around. Like, oh get, man, you do. Got your people yeah. here. Son you, you got to. That's, that's dope as fuck. Because I mean, it's it's you got to have people who understand the vision as well, and who are willing to sacrifice. You have with to you, do. You know, because we're, we're building we're building an empire here, right? Yeah. So, wifey has her own YouTube channel. Dope. So we got that going on. 
he uh, he writes. He's gonna put out, he put out his little short story out on Amazon already. That's dope as fuck. I wrote two books last year. He makes beats as well. He's going to school for for journalism communications. Nice. My other son, he, he's light skinned He raps. Nice. He's sensitive. He's light skinned <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. Nice. Um, my my daughter, she has her own eyelash business. Nice. Um, my other daughter, Charlotte, she can sing. She can draw her ass off. I have little ones as well. I have nine kids. So wow, my oldest, dope. my my oldest son. He taught himself how to play guitar from scratch, just from listening. That's a blessing. Yeah, yeah he's super freaking talented. Wow. Um, so he's in the band. Uh, so we have all these creative folks. And I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna stay for that. Yeah. I want, you, I want to grow that. Let's Absolutely. let's make that flourish and chill with me. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Be around when I'm meeting good people. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's network. You just you could never know what's gonna happen for it, but that's good. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so when I did this, I'm talking to people from all over the place. You're my first in person too, just to let you know. Oh, really? That's fucking you're, dope. You're my, you're my first in person. Yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're gonna get that. That's dope. That, as that fuck. Big, that's a big nod right yeah, there. Yeah. I'm speaking to people from across the world, from Kuwait to Bali. That's like, dope. I'm fucking around with everybody, and it's really for brown and black people. That's you know, dope. So I tell people all the time, like my podcast is not called a podcast. It's called Johnny Nomad Presents. I'm presenting your story. I'm presenting you. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the biggest thing I want to do: make sure that brown and black people have. The opportunity to see other people like themselves successful. Absolutely. That there are entrepreneurs out there. There's fucking scientists and there's writers and there's poetry and you name it, we have it. And we shouldn't fucking not have it on display. Makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Like definitely. The music is there great. Yeah. But what about everything else behind it? Right, right, right. The engineer, right. Yeah. the people that you don't know about, the ghostwriters. Absolutely. Hip hop always wanted to hide ghostwriters. I'm not sure why. Yeah, that's yeah. In music, there's always been ghostwriters. Always, come on. That's, that's, that's a part yeah. of it. Britney Spears and, and J Lo had a song. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Shanti wrote a couple of freaking yeah. J Lo joints. Yeah. So it's like Biggie wrote all of Junior Mafia's album. And exactly. Little, like, and so, little yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's always been, he wrote Puffy shit. Even freaking Mace wrote Puffy shit. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. I agree. Even down to NWA, like Easy E, Dr. Dre had to teach him how to rap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he had to break it up so much so he could actually piece it together, to make right. it sound like it has some flow to it. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like, but if you love it enough, if you want to fuck with it and be a student of it, yeah. then make it happen. I agree. On the real, just go after it, make it happen, and that's why I tell you, I bring I bring everybody here to yo man. What do you have? What's your story? If you have a cool ass story that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. bet that means someone's out there is gonna be interested too. Yeah, and that's how I I kind of just equate it to like yo, know, if it hits my buttons, I'm, I'm I'm like, oh man, this sounds like a good story. Right, right. Let's get it on. For sure. And I don't care about the numbers. My whole thing is about getting the story out there. Cause now, it's a story you shared with me that can share with a bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have the link to say, you know what. Come check out my stuff. Boom, I'm here doing this, talking about. Is this a big up for you too? Another nod yeah, for you. I appreciate it. And you can say, you know what? I was his first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. More to come. Well, you shit. know what I'm saying? No shit. No matter how you know, how big the wherever this takes me, I always, no. I definitely will always come back here. No, I come, I'm gonna do, sure. tell you, man. Like this is this is moving in the right direction for me right now. The, the the next the next goal for next year, mm-hmm. but this year next six months is more in persons, right? Definitely. Next year. To be in my own studio. Right now we're in the crib. Yeah. Right now we're in my bedroom. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I'm setting up our other spots in the house to where I can do a piece in the living room. Or right. I can do a piece in our kitchen and the counter. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have different movement within yeah, the podcast. Yeah, that's dope as hell. Just to be chill, you coming right, through. Right. Different looks. You know, we yeah. may have the mic, we may not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We may be outside chilling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just switch everything up on his head and say, yo, that it's about the story. Yeah. No, it's, not, it's not about the microphone. I, you know, I have this. I'm making some shirts pretty soon. Take one mic and a guest. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's what I freaking need. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I love hip hop. I grew up in it. You're right. You know what I'm saying. So I wanted to make sure that underground hip hop artists had a voice or a chance to get on someplace. Be like, yo, it's your platform. What you want to do with it? I appreciate it, man. Let's let's make that happen. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. when um, I met I met you know Jay and then. Um, she put me on to you, and then I'm like, yo, he's local. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. This is what's up. And I'm like, bet, let me see your, your music video. I said, yeah. I say, this is good shit. Because I get passed on some, on, I pass on some artists because this shit is whack. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody's good. I, I can dig that. You know, and I, I, tell some, I tell some artists, like, no, I say, let me know when you grow some more. That's, that's interesting you say that because, like, a lot of, it, here in Atlanta, it's, the, the market's very oversaturated. It's, it's like, 
please. Everybody and their grandmama got a mixtape dropping next Everybody week. Mixtape. You know? Everybody's on auto-tunes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I, it, I, I'm often reluctant to even tell people I do music sometimes when I first meet them because nah, man, I don't should. want them to look at me like, ah, you're just another one of them, you know, Let them dreamer. Think that. No, that, listen, you, I think you need to be a dreamer. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how, that's how things start. True, true. That's the incubation of it, right? True, true. You dream about something. But you're putting shit out. Yeah. So listen, I think what people don't understand is that putting a video out ain't no easy task. Not at all. Yeah. So once you get to that to that point, you've yeah. leveled up. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And all those videos, um, I um, I had people like um, actually J shot um my first video. I think it was um, the one out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. She shot that for me. Um, That's dope. And then I edited it. And then um, same thing with this um, this last video I did. My homeboy had Honcho. He shot it for me. And then um, edited it. And That's it, up, it. You know. And um, I not to be forthcoming to shoot the. I shot it off my iPhone. Like I shot the video because it's, it's 4K. I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> it's dope. That's all you need. Yeah, it's a 4K 60 frames per second. You can get the dope-ass, like, slow motion scenes in there <laughs> exactly. and all that cool-ass shit. So I'm like, well, fuck it. You know, let's do this thing. Dude, like, and that, that's that's what I tell folks, man. Like, yeah. you already have a device that... That's how I started. I started... I did my first podcast on my iPhone. That's dope. I did my first guest interview in the back of a Pet Boys. Wow. Because I was interviewing... A manager that was from Brooklyn. He was an ex-boxer that became a coach. Wow! Um, and I just put my iPhone on the table, went to and, work, and then started just talking. That's what's up. You you just have to start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna if you're gonna rap, rap into your phone. If that's all you got, yep. Just just do it. You know, there's apps out there you can you can buy, you can make beats with. Yeah. It's not the most robust, but it's just to get you started. Uh, yeah. And then you build up. Like when we first started, I didn't have all this fucking equipment and shit Hell like that. No. Yo, like Amazon's been my best friend. Little by little, you put up a budget, you buy some things, you upgrade, you keep on upgrading. So you know, like I said, next year, my goal is to be outside the crib in the studio. That way it's more official, it's more space, yeah. you can do the more, more, have more fun with it. Right. But you have to be creative with the shit you got. Absolutely. And with music, it forces you to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and then you, if you're still working and trying to do what you need to do with music, that puts your whole mindset like, damn, the struggle is still there. I'm still upset. My boss pissed me off. My girl's not happy. The kid is crying. Right. I got to get this out. Yeah. Let me put this in my song. Yeah. And that, that keeps on feeding you, that yeah, life yeah. story. You know what I'm saying? But people have to understand you can't give up. Yeah. And you have to be 100% on all that shit. Yeah, yeah. You got to. Yeah, that's yeah. commitment, devotion. Absolutely. Absolutely. How do, you, how, do you, how do you feel right now in the space you're in between your music and you having a day job and, like, well, How luckily, you, luckily with me, um, I, I, I'm a graphic designer by trade, so I have my own little business, so I can kind of maneuver how I kind of want to. I don't right. necessarily have to clock in, so that's a beautiful thing. Um, not to say that that's any easier. Or, right, it still work. Right? Like, I, I still, you know, late-ass nights, early-ass mornings, and, and, you know, but it's it's it allows me to maneuver a little bit better with the music situation. Sure. I can go out and... In weekdays and stay at you know venues to certain times and right. not have to literally work at, you know worry about getting up at a certain time in the morning, but sometimes I do. But you know, I have I have a little more flexibility than you know the average you know nine to five worker. You know what I mean? No, so, I, I totally understand. Yeah, I, yeah. I chose to work nights right now. Gotcha. So then during the day I can do certain things, connect with people. Absolutely. I'm off on Sundays and Mondays, and I just put my calendar up. Like yo, pick a day out of the month. Yeah. These two days are available. Let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And wifey's down with it too. She really knows it's the grind. Yeah. This is our, this is our shit. Like the, uh, this week, I'm uh, recording my, my documentary of me. Nice. Give me a short documentary. It's fucking dope. So man. that's part of our production company's coming out. Me and wifey. Yeah. And it's like, yo, like they're gonna mix, continue making this shit happen. Got to. You know, and and, the, and I'm involved. And I tell everyone that's too. Like, as far as my guests, mm-hmm. I follow up with every guest that I have. Yeah. I support every single guest that I have. And I make sure that they understand, like, yo, my support runs through forever. Because I'm like, I'm not going to have you on just to have you on. Right, right. This is a family that I'm fucking building. Yeah. Because then one, one day I want to have a conference where all my guests come through and fucking connect. Yeah, yeah. And That's dope as fuck. What can we do now? Yeah. We're here. You yeah. can do this. You graphic design, great, but you're, of course, you're artist at the same time. What can right. we do with that? Right. How can we present this to the community? What, what's our next move? Absolutely. As a people? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like once we get to that that realm of thinking, 
outside of just I want to get the new car, the new chain, or whatever. Right. That's when we actually fucking win as as a, as a as a people. I agree. As a whole, definitely. Agree. We're so fragmented right now. We're yeah. too busy fucking hating on each other or trolling on one another. Yeah. Like we can't think about yo. Are you making a move? How can I be part of this movement? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's moving. Everyone wants to be their own individual movement. Nah, it doesn't work that way. Like, you gotta have a leader in the movement, and then from there you gotta have a, a bunch of people who are willing to understand. Say, you know what? I love this. Let's be a part of it. It's just right. like different like religion. Exactly. People choose a different religion based off what they want to believe in at the time. Exactly, exactly. The same thing with your movement, you know what I'm saying? If we get the community really right and strong, people are really going to be nervous. They're nervous now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they've seen the come up. Definitely. Are we, get, are we really fortify ourselves? Oh, shit, man. man. Yeah. We got shit going for ourselves. Most definitely. I agree. But I think with your music, man, that's going to be a part of it. Yeah. I think with your style, your whole look, everything, you have it. I appreciate it, man. No, on the real. You know appreciate what I'm saying? I, I, I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you need to just keep, continue just pressing on that shit, man. And whatever you need me for, bro, you just hit me up. Let me know. I appreciate that, man. However I can assist yeah. you, whatever we need to do, I, I'll pull them anywhere. You know what I'm saying? You need some extras, like, boom, we're there. You know for what sure. I'm saying? Like, your release of your, of, your, of your album, I want you to come back. For sure. Absolutely. You know what I'm we'll saying? Do it. You know, we can just dissect every fucking track. Sounds good to me. And then fucking just hit it, hit it, hit it, and say, yo, this is, this is what it is. Because this, again, this is your platform to promote whatever you have, bro. Absolutely. Seriously, man. And again, your girl, uh, Miss J. Brown, amazing. Uh, she's a keeper, bro. Isn't she? <laughs> she, she, she? She's a keeper, man. Absolutely. Um, she's a bomb. Like I said, she just came out on the podcast last week. Check it out. Episode 55. And, man... Um, Man, it's been great talking to you, bro. I appreciate like, this it. This has man. been dope as fuck, man. Like, Absolutely. Like, this has been real fucking good, man. Appreciate like, you having me, man. No, this is it, man. Like, Giant Nomad presents Arizona Slim. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Check you out. <laughs>